0: Welcome to the Believe Podcast, a conversation between friends over a passage of Scripture. I'm Carolyn Kirsten,
1: and I'm Marvin Williams.
0: And today is episode forty-three. We are continuing in John chapter seventeen, wrapping it up actually, verses twenty through twenty-six.
1: Man, I can't believe this is episode forty-three already. I know. Like wow, we're 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 moving right along, and, and it's so, been a lot of fun. It has been. It has been. Well, it. Today, I don't know, the question might be a little, I might get in trouble for this, but uh, I mean, let's, let's, let's see. Okay. Um, so, so what are some things uh, on which you and Steve see eye to eye? And then what are some things you don't see eye to eye?
0: Okay. But this isn't supposed to be the whole podcast, right? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh <laughs> okay. I'll, things we agree. And this I am very grateful for. We are both financially frugal. Okay. So that has been very nice because I do know that that can be a sticking point for a lot of marriages. But we both are very frugal in our spending. So that has been pretty smooth sailing for us. Um, disagree. Well, uh, one early marriage thing that comes to mind Um Steve, I remember that he told me that his grandma, he lived with his grandma for a time when he was at Michigan State and his grandma. And that was when we were dating and engaged. And his grandma said to him, Steve, if Carolyn makes something that you don't like to eat, you need to tell her right away or you'll be eating it for the rest of your life. So, and, and he did that very politely But I did very quickly realize while I was interested in making all kinds of new recipes, I had a cooking light magazine subscription and wanted to do all these fancy ingredients and you know, these healthy things. Steve is very much a meat and potatoes, simple, straightforward, separate things on your plate, like no mystery about, and even strong flavors, not really his thing, doesn't like fish. So I had to, my enthusiasm for new (laughs) was not appreciated. (laughs) And so that I I figured it out and adjusted. And and honestly, when we go to restaurants, that's when I'll eat things that I, you know, he'll get his steak and potato very predictably. And uh, that's where I can be a little more adventurous and maybe scratch that itch that I, it is a waste at home. I craft macaroni and cheese would probably be perfectly fine. So someday I'll. Explore my culinary skills, but I not right now. Not
1: right now. Not All
0: appreciated. Right.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> I think for uh, for me, uh, Tanya and I, we we agree on um, you know pushing toward being totally debt free. So we we sit with you and Steve in that regard uh, in terms of moving toward debt free. Um, I'm I'm pro- she's probably more frugal than I am. Mm-hmm. Um, I. Uh, I tend to, you know, spend a little bit more. I like my little electronic toys and that sort of thing. Um, one of the things that we disagree on, um, a couple of things. We we disagree on how we do birthdays in terms of gifts. Like like birthdays and Christmas. Okay. Like she's like, just give me the list and I'll get you what's on the list. Mm. I can't stand that because. I would rather you've been with me for 365 days and so I I want I, you to know I want you what to I, observe okay. and then know. Uh, I that's the way I roll uh-huh. but she's like just give me the list and then we uh, we have total polar opposite taste in movies. I mean, she likes a certain kind of movie and it's like okay, I, she kind of likes the Uh rom-com and then she's absolutely nothing wrong with that Tanya (laughs) that is a wonderful genre and and I'm the gladiator kind of person oh yeah that's very different that's very different (laughs) (laughs) well this podcast is not about movies and food and those kinds of things but one thing is really that that's that's key or that's true I think nothing destroys a relationship and a movement uh, quicker and more than disunity. Agreed. And so, so would you agree with that?
0: Absolutely. Yep.
1: So, if you're if 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 you and Steve were moving in opposite directions in terms of frugality, as well as you know, in terms of spending, um, that would be kind of hard on the relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, and movies are superficial. That's not going to hurt anything. But in terms of money and values, the way yeah. you're going to raise the kids and those kinds of things, that would I think kind of put a little tension mm-hmm. on the relationship. Well, well, Jesus actually talks about um, unity, um, and he actually prays for it over his disciples because he understands that this whole kid and Kabuta, the whole thing is being left to them. But if they're fighting and bickering among each other, it could actually kill the movement. Yeah. It could actually kill the discipleship movement. And so he is praying vigorously that they would be one in this passage, and or the passage that we're looking at today. So, um, what, the, what and what does he say in the past? This is in um, in in uh, seventeen twenty through twenty six. Yeah, what is, let's shut this saying? up
0: a little bit. So, we in the last episode we talked about that Jesus is now praying.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, so he prays for himself, he prays for the disciples, and then now he's praying for us. Yeah. Because he says that he will pray for, or he says. For th- also for those who believe in me through their word, the disciples' word. So that's us, generation after generation after generation. We have come to be believers because of the disciples and who they discipled and they discipled and so on, the person who discipled us. Um, so Jesus is praying for us. And yes, verse 21, he says, may they all be one. May they also be in us, which I think is another slant on that unity idea and both of those really echo truths that we've seen Jesus teach previous all through John. Absolutely. I mean, how many times did he say love one another? Do you want to know how they'll be how they'll know that you're a follower of me because of how you love one another? That that is a, an element of what unity is, of being one is how we treat each other, how we respond to each other that loving one another. Um and then that idea of well, let's let's talk about let's talk about that first a little bit more, I guess.
1: So, so let, let, let me ask. So, when when you when when you hear Jesus say, um, "Man, I'm praying for their oneness," and then he says, uh, "I pray that they would be perfectly one," mm-hmm. um, does that mean that we all have to think the same thing? Does that mean you know, like? Everybody's a part of the family as long as we're together singing Kumbaya, holding hands and, um, you know, crowns for Jesus kind of yeah. thing. So so what, what does that mean? What, what do yeah, you think?
0: It does not mean that because we can see even right off the bat, if you think of the rest of the New Testament, I mean, in Acts and Paul is writing letters to the churches and they have these disagreements. They're not together on... Uh, specific issues but what he is helping them do is find that common ground um, yep there are we're going to have differing personal preferences and and even some pretty firm beliefs but all we always need to keep what that unity that jesus is calling for is that unity of spirit of The things that are most important, those truths that are most important, that's what we're in in a line. And even if I think you are ridiculous for, I mean, I'll use a silly example, cheering for Michigan State, which actually I would not think that it's ridiculous, but... (laughs) Oh, let's because you live in Hazlitt and I live in Williamson. Whoa, okay. And I do let's, think you let's made go a mistake. For it. I think you made a mistake a while a long ago when you, you moved to the Lincoln area. You should have
1: I should have come to Williamston. You should have
0: come to Williamston. But I'm not going to let that get in the way of our unity.
1: I even came I came to one of the games and you, to Williamston Games. Yes, and, and I was you, cheering for Williamston.
0: Yes. So that so Choosing instead to ele- <laughs> instead of elevating the things that we disagree on, that perhaps are not the most crucial. Though I, I am a pretty die. Uh, You're pretty diehard. I'll go You're pretty, pretty hard, hard for the Williamson Hornets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But even that, I can I can rise above uh, to what is most important. Yeah, that's yeah. what unity means.
1: Absolutely. And I think you, we can take a little bit of um, what Jesus has already said at the beginning of this chapter, and uh, that was part of the last episode. Um, what is eternal life yeah okay we can agree on we can agree on what jesus said eternal life is it is knowing god and believing uh and believing and knowing jesus so um we we can agree on that jesus is in fact messiah he is in fact the anointed one of god who's come um to die for our sins to take away the sins of the world and we should as followers of jesus we should be able to agree on that. We should be able to agree that they buried him and on the third day, he rose again bodily. We should be able to agree Mm -hmm. on those things that are orthodox truths. And there are some other distinctives we end up not agreeing on, like um, the, the way we baptize. There are individuals who baptize a certain way. The way we do communion, there are, indi- there are individual churches that do communion, um, you know, differently than we do. So we have some distinctives that make us who we are as a church and who we are as Christians. But, but I would say almost 100% of the time, the things that we are supposed to agree on—eternal life, Jesus' death, his resurrection—those things— we should be unified around. There should be no qualms about that.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then that's what we, I mean, for sure, we're going to have times when we disagree with a brother or sister in Christ.
1: Because unity is messy.
0: Absolutely. Yeah, And that those are those opportunities to focus on what we have in common and and that loving one another, how we treat them, how we speak to them. I think sometimes we get it mixed up and we get so focused on defending our opinions or our positions that we forget, wait, I'm called to love this person yeah, yeah. and p- putting that first above defending my opinion on something.
1: Yeah. And I think, I think we endure the mess on, uh, you know, to get to oneness and, yep. um, and we can't do it apart from relationship. And I would dare say, because Jesus is praying this, we cannot do it apart from the supernatural power of the Spirit of God. It, yeah. is, it is the Spirit that brings the oneness, and it is the Spirit who helps us maintain uh, the oneness and unity of the Spirit. And, um, and I, I think we, um, if we try to do it ourselves, then it will turn into a bigger mess. Mm-hmm. But if we, um, if we lay aside our agendas and let the Spirit of God give us the Father's agenda, I think we, we end up seeing the, the joy and the peace that comes with being uh, being unifying.
0: Agreed, agreed. Um, something else I really like in this section is what he says in verse twenty six. Um, again, he's praying for us. I made I made your name known to them, and will continue to make it known. I love that idea that mm-hmm. yes, as believers, we do know God, but it's also this continually getting mm-hmm. to know him. Yeah. It it's part of that definition we talked about with eternal life, where it is knowing God and then we just understand him with a greater depth, experiencing him more fully, understanding who he is and who he made us to be. And and Jesus prays that for us that we will continue to know who God is. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I I love I I love that that it's not a one-time deal. Um, you know, hey, I put my stick in the fire, I prayed a prayer, mm-hmm. and that's it. But there is this um, this sense of every day is an opportunity to go deeper. But and, and not but and the thing that I love that Jesus did, which is a second part to this, he says, Not only am I I want them to know you, but I am making your name known um, uh, to them. And so part of our responsibility is to know God, and then the other part of our responsibility is to make him known to others, Mm. which is, again, part of our whole um, disciple-making kind of infusion into the culture. Mm -hmm. We know God. We have this connection with him, but what we are— um, what well, we're responsible for, yes, our own, but also making him known uh, to others. And uh, when Jesus says, I've made your name known, um, he's talking about the attributes and characteristics of his father that he's making known to his disciples and which we are to make known to those who are following Jesus, but also, you know, to the, you know, to the world as well. Mm-hmm. So, so what, l- let me ask, and this is this is probably kind of on the spot what is a characteristic? What is one of your favorite attributes, or an attribute that you're getting to know about God right now? Um, that 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 says, "Wow, this this is one way I'm experiencing the Father and eternal life in this in this season."
0: Yeah, um, that's a great question. I I so having I can't remember a time that I didn't know that Jesus. Um, died on the cross for my sins, and that Jesus loved me. Like, I just have always known that and believed it. Hmm. Uh, but I think in it, as I continue to grow, I see, and, and more specifically, um, right now, just seeing his very personal care for me hmm. um, and his personal strength and equipping for me. Hmm. Uh, I think I have a tendency to try to do things on my own. Like, okay, I've got all of this and, and I'm grateful for this great background knowledge that I have yeah. or experience. But uh, I think I am learning to see the freshness of my relationship with God in day-to-day living, moving yeah. forward. So yeah. it's not just a, yep, I have really cool stories and lots of things that I know. Yeah. But seeing his equipping and his provision um you know when in Matthew Jesus says that the the flowers of the field and the birds of the air i mean even literally thinking about that this spring that's good uh we have a crazy amount of birds in our backyard <laughs> i honestly feel like i live in a wildlife preserve sometimes <laughs> and they've made nests above our deck which is not my favorite uh but but noticing those birds and thinking god cares about each and every one yeah and I wish he had told them to build a nest somewhere different than in my <laughs> deck canopy, but but that's, but he knows that yeah. and and how much more that he cares and knows and provides for me. Yeah,
1: so yeah, I love that. I love that. You know, I think for me, um it is um, knowing kind of kind of in the same vein, knowing that God loves me. Um, but now beginning, to experience God is closing the gap between what I know Mm. and then what I'm experiencing of his love. Um, The way um, you know, the way he has provided for our family Um, you know, Tanya is working from home right now and with the gas prices being the way they are, we we're down to, we have one car, so it is the best possible scenario for us. Yeah. Um, And um, but had she, been working in an office, it, we would still have one car, but it would still be kind of different because she would be driving me and then, or I was dri- I would be driving her and then we would be spending a lot of money for gas. But we, the way he's cared for our family in this season, uh, knowing that he loves us and then, um, but experiencing his love, mm-hmm. I think that's one of the one of the attributes of God closing the gap mm-hmm. between my knowledge and my experience, which I I'm, I'm so grateful for in this season. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And right there, you made him known.
1: Oh, well, well, look at that.
0: I mean, I think that it, and it is as simple as that. Like when we pay attention and notice a connection between, huh, Tanya's working from home, the gas prices are crazy high. We only have one car, but look how God did all of that and orchestrated that and and we can know that and then that just builds our faith and when we share that that builds others faith as well and helps them experience it. Yeah,
1: and it's simple as that. And you know, for those who are listening, you know, like, oh, I'm not an evangelist. No, you don't have to be. Just simply tell your story what God is doing mm-hmm. and and you're making some aspect of God known you know, to your family members, to your friends, you know, God is patient or God is merciful. Um, so those are, you know, it's, it's just as easy as opening your mouth saying, Hey, here's how I'm experiencing God right now. Tell your story and people will be blessed from it.
0: Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Well, as we wrap up this episode, what can we believe about God ourselves and others from this passage?
1: I think one of the things that about God is, um, God is so jealous for unity in His family. Hmm. Um, not, you know, not just any kind of unity, but unity around uh, those things that are most important. What is eternal life? How do we share that? And um, and so I think He's so so eager to see us as His sons and daughters. Uh, be together, live together, so that when we are one, it would be evangelistic. And that's a big word for we will be making him known Mm -hmm. uh, in a world. The world is filled with disunity right now. And when Christians are able to come together, love each other, be unified around some really significant pieces, I think the world will say, I've never seen anything like that before. Can I be a part of it?
0: Yeah, yeah. And... I want to circle back because I said, oh, we'll come back to that. But what's something we can believe about ourselves and others is the other part that Jesus prayed for us in that may they also be in us. Mm-hmm. Um, Jesus wants us, remember John 15, those opening verses, that whole abiding remaining. I think he's tight. wants us to think back to that of, yeah, may, that's a part of the unity is unity with others but then it's also that vertical unity of being one with him and that happens through abiding through remaining through being connected to that vine and those that horizontal relationship and those vertical re- relationships are intertwined yeah yeah absolutely you know, and and jesus covers all of that he he prays that for us good stuff yeah Well, friends, thanks so much for listening. We encourage you to have spiritual conversations with others in your life. Take time to make Him known how you're experiencing Him, what you're learning about Him through Scripture. You can do that, and we're excited for you.